Act Three of Edward the Second. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Edward the Second by Christopher Marlowe. Act Three, Scene One. The Open Country. Enter Gaveston, mourning, James, and other attendants of Pembroke. O oh, treacherous Warwick, thus to wrong thy friend. I see it is your life these arms pursue. Weaponless must I fall, and die in bands? Oh, must this day be period of my life, center of all my bliss, and ye be men, speed to the king. Enter Warwick and soldiers. My lord of Pembroke's men, strive you no longer. I will have that Gaveston. Your lordship doth dishonour to yourself, and wrong our lord, your honourable friend. No, James, it is my country's cause I follow. Go, take the villain. Soldiers, come away, we'll make quick work. Commend me to your master, my friend, and tell him that I watched it well. Come, let thy shadow parley with King Edward. Treacherous Earl! Shall I not see the king? The king of heaven, perhaps, no other king. Away! Exeunt Warwick and soldiers with Gaveston. Come, fellows, it booted not for us to strive. We will in haste go certify our lord. Exeunt. Scene two. Near Boroughbridge in Yorkshire. Enter the king and Spencer, Jr., Baldock and nobles of the king's side, and soldiers with drums and fifes. I long to hear an answer from the barons, touching my friend, my dearest Gaveston. Oh, Spencer, not the riches of my realm can ransom him. Oh, he is marked to die. I know the malice of the younger Mortimer. Warwick, I know, is rough, and Lancaster inexorable and i shall never see my lovely peers my gaveston again the barons overbear me with their pride were i king edward england's sovereign son to the lovely eleanor of spain great edward longshank's issue would i bear these braves this rage and suffer uncontrolled these barons thus to beard me in my land in mine own realm my lord pardon my speech did you retain your father's magnanimity did you regard the honour of your name you would not suffer thus your majesty be counterbuffed of your nobility strike off their heads and let them preach on poles no doubt such lessons they will teach the rest as by their preachments they will profit much and learn obedience to their lawful king yea gentle spencer we have been too mild too kind to them but now have drawn our sword and if they send me not my gaveston we'll steal it on their crest and pull their tops the soft resolve becomes your majesty not to be tied to their affection as though your highness were a schoolboy still and must be awed and governed like a child. Enter Spencer Senior with his truncheon and soldiers. Long live my sovereign, the noble Edward, 
in peace triumphant fortunate in wars welcome old man comest thou in edward's aid then tell thy prince of whence and what thou art lo with a band of bowmen and of pikes brown bills and targeteers four hundred strong sworn to defend king edward's royal right i come in person to your majesty spencer the father of hugh spencer there bound to your highness everlastingly for favours done in him unto us all thy father spencer true and it like your grace that pours in lieu of all your goodness shown his life my lord before your princely feet welcome ten thousand times old man again oh, spencer this love this kindness to thy king argues thy noble mind and disposition oh, spencer i here create the earl of wiltshire and daily will enrich thee with our favour that as the sunshine shall reflect o'er thee beside the more to manifest our love because we hear lord bruce doth sell his land and that the mortimers are in hand withal thou shalt have crowns of us to outbid the barons and spencer spare them not but lay it on soldiers a largesse and thrice welcome all my lord here comes the queen enter the queen prince edward and levune a frenchman madam what news news of dishonour lord and discontent our friend levune faithful and full of trust informeth us by letters and by words that lord valois our brother king of france because your highness hath been slack in homage hath seized normandy into his hands these be the letters this the messenger welcome levune tush sib if this be all valois and i will soon be friends again but to my gaveston shall i never see never behold thee now madam in this matter we will employ you and your little son you shall go parley with the king of france boy see you bear you bravely to the king and do your message with a majesty commit not my youth of things of more weight than fits a prince so young as i to bear and fear not lord and father heaven's great beams on atlas's shoulders shall not lie more safe than your charge committed to my trust ah boy this towardness makes thy mother fear thou art not marked to many days on earth madam we will that you with speed be shipped and this our son levune shall follow you with all the haste we can dispatch him hence choose of our lords to bear you company and go in peace leave us in wars at home unnatural wars where subjects brave their king god end them once my lord i take my leave to make my preparation for France. Exit with Prince Edward. Enter Arundel. What, Lord Arundel, dost thou come alone? Yea, my good lord, for Gaveston is dead. Ah, oh, traitors! Have they put my friend to death? Tell me, Arundel, died he ere thou camest, 
or didst thou see my friend to take his death neither my lord for as he was surprised begrit with weapons and with enemies round i did your highness message to them all demanding him of them entreating rather and said upon the honour of my name that i would undertake to carry him on to your highness and to bring him back and tell me would the rebels deny me that proud recreants yea spencer traitors all i found them at the first inexorable the earl of warwick would not bide the hearing mortimer hardly pembroke and lancaster spake least and when they flatly had denied refusing to receive me pledge for him the earl of pembroke mildly thus bespake my lords because our sovereign sends for him and promised he shall be safe returned i will this undertake to have him hence and see him redelivered to your hands well and how fortunes that he came not the earl of warwick seized him on his way for being delivered on to pembroke's men their lord rode home thinking his prisoner safe but ere he came warwick in ambush lay and bare him to his death and in a trench strake off his head and marched on to the camp a bloody part flatly against law of arms oh shall i speak or shall i sigh and die <laughs> my lord refer your vengeance to the sword upon these barons hearten up your men let them not unrevenged murder your friends advance your standard edward in the field and march to fire them from their starting holes king edward kneeling by earth the common mother of us all by heaven and all the moving orbs thereof by this right hand and by my father's sword and all the honours longing to my crown i will have heads and lives for him as many as i have manors castles towns and towers treacherous warwick traitorous mortimer if i be england's king in lakes of gore your headless trunks your bodies will i trail that you may drink your fill and quaff in blood and stain my royal standard with the same that so my bloody colours may suggest remembrance of revenge immortally on your accursed traitorous progeny you villains that have slain my gaviston and in this place of honour and of trust spencer sweet spencer i adopt thee here and merely of our love do we create thee earl of gloucester and lord chamberlain despite of times despite of enemies my lord here's a messenger from the barons desires access unto your majesty admit him near enter the herald with his coat of arms long live king edward england's lawful lord so wish not they i wis that sent thee hither 
thou comest from mortimer and his complices a rancour rout of rebels never was well say thy message the barons up in arms by me salute your highness with long life and happiness and bid me say as plainer to your grace that if without effusion of blood you will this grief have ease and remedy that from your princely person you remove this spencer as a putrefying branch that deads the royal vine whose golden leaves impale your princely head your diadem whose brightness such pernicious upstarts dim say they and lovingly advise your grace to cherish virtue and nobility and have old servitors in high esteem and shake off smooth dissembling flatterers this granted they their honours and their lives are to your highness vowed and consecrate oh traitors will they still display their pride away tarry no answer but be gone rebels will they appoint their sovereign his sports his pleasures and his company yet ere thou go see how i do divorce spencer from me hmm. now get thee to thy lords and tell them i will come to chastise them for murdering gaveston hie thee get thee gone edward with fire and sword follows at thy heels exit herald my lord perceive you how these rebels swell soldiers good hearts defend your sovereign's right for now even now we march to make them stoop away exeunt alarums excursions a great fight and a retreat sounded within scene three the battlefield boroughbridge enter the king spencer senior spencer junior and noblemen of the king's side why do we sound retreat upon them lords this day i shall pour vengeance with my sword on those proud rebels that are up in arms and do confront and countermand their king i doubt it not my lord right will prevail tis not amiss my liege for either part to breathe a while our men with sweat and dust all choked well near begin to faint for heat and this retire refresheth horse and barn here come the rebels enter mortimer junior lancaster warwick pembroke and others look lancaster yonder is edward among his flatterers and there let him be till he pay dearly for their company and shall or warwick's sword shall smite in vain what rebels do you shrink and sound retreat no edward no thy flatterers faint and fly they'd best be times forsake thee and their trains for they betray thee traitors as they are traitor on thy face rebellious lancaster away base upstart bravest thou nobles thus a noble attempt an honourable deed is it not trow ye to assemble aid and levy arms against your lawful king for which ere long their heads shall satisfy to appease the wrath of their offended king then edward 
thou wilt fight it to the last, and rather bathe thy sword in subject's blood than banish that pernicious company. I traitors all, rather than thus be braved, make England's civil towns huge heaps of stones, and ploughs to go about our palace gates. A desperate and unnatural resolution. Alarum! To the fight! St. George for England, and the Baron's right. Oh, St. George for England, and King Edward's right. Alarms. Exeunt the two parties severally. Enter the King and his followers, with the Barons and Kent, captives. Now, lusty lords, now, not by chance of war, but justice of the quarrel and the cause, veiled is your pride. Methinks you hang the heads, but we'll advance them, traitors. Now tis time to be avenged on you for all your braves, and for the murder of my dearest friend, to whom right well you knew our soul was knit, good Pierce of Gaveston, my sweet favourite ah rebels recreants you made him away brother in regard of thee and of thy land did they remove that flatterer from thy throne so sir you have spoke away avoid our presence exit kent accursed wretches was in regard of us when we had sent our messenger to request he might be spared to come to speak with us and pembroke undertook for his return that thou proud warwick watched the prisoner poor peers and headed him against law of arms for which thy head shall overlook the rest as much as thou in rage outwentst the rest tyrant i scorn thy threats and menaces tis but temporal that thou canst inflict the worst is death and better die to live than live in infamy under such a king away with them my lord of winchester these lusty leaders warwick and lancaster i charge you roundly off with both their heads away farewell vain world sweet murmur farewell england unkind to thy nobility groan for this grief behold how thou art maimed go take that haughty mortimer to the tower there see him safe bestowed and for the rest do speedy execution on them all be gone what mortimer can ragged stony walls immure thy virtue that aspires to heaven no edward england's scourge it may not be mortimer's hope surmounts his fortune far the captive barons are led off sound drums and trumpets march with me my friends edward this day hath crowned him king anew exeunt all except spencer jr levune and baldock levune the trust that we repose in thee begets the quiet of king edward's land therefore be gone in haste and with advice bestow that treasure on the lords of france 
that therewith all enchanted, like the guard that suffered Jove to pass in showers of gold to deny, all aid may be denied to Isabel the Queen, that now in France makes friends to cross the seas with her young son and step into his father's regiment. That's it these barons and the subtle queen long levelled at. Yeah, but Levion, thou seest, these barons laid their heads on blocks together. What they intend, the hangman frustrates clean. Have you no doubts, my lords? I'll clap so close among the lords of France with England's gold, that Isabel shall make her plaints in vain, and France shall be obdurate with her tears. Then make for France a main. Levoon away. Proclaim King Edward's wars and victories. Axiant. End of Act Three.